This is a Vantha Productions podcast. Welcome to What is Jeopardy? The unofficial podcast for Jeopardy UK with Stephen Fry. And we're your hosts, JP and Van. We hope you enjoy this watch along of episode number 10. Jeopardy! Uh-huh. End of week two. It is episode 10, Friday of week two. There we go. That's 10 days in a row, well, weekdays, of Stephen Fry. Jeopardy! We've got Michael Hutchinson. Rachel Monroe. Very nice. Dennis Wang. Very nice. Have they conspired on a dress code? Because there are all the men are in short sleeved Hawaiian shirts or what look to be patterns, some form of pattern shirt. And the girl is in quite a funky pattern, short sleeved dress as well. Yep. It looks very holiday ish. It's very like, yes, we're going on our holidays. And also, Rachel, she looks so familiar. Yeah. Well, mm. I think uh, Michael's quite familiar with his name, Michael Hutchinson. Was a singer of NXS, oh, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, the one that yes. unalived themselves. <laughs> Eyes on Fry's Towers. It's not that funky. No, it's quite quite subdued, especially in comparison to the funky shirts of the contestants. Yeah. Golden red tie. Eyes on Fry's Towers. All right, let's get a look at this, these guys' handwriting. <laughs> Dennis, same as yesterday, quite childlike, like Dennis the Menace style. Yeah. Rachel, that's very neat. Normal handwriting, do you think? Yeah. The R probably says something about her in the way she does the A like that. Mm, but, but, yeah, Rachel. And Michael, very nice, very neat. Yeah, did you know, up? out of these things here, listen to this for some great personal trivia. Sure. So when I was a kid, I loved Dennis the Menace. And I quite happily could have been called Dennis, like, oh, if people wanted to call me Dennis. Because I would have said, yeah, I'm a menace. If I had been born a girl, I would have been named Rachel. And for a very short period of my life, I was called Michael. But my brother did not like the name, so they quickly changed it. Wowza. Yeah, so this is my, this is my round of jeopardy. There you go. <laughs> Let's see the categories. And now, time for the weather. TV formats crossing the pond. Oh, Canada. Breakfast around the world. Everyday ancient Egypt and... Spare change. Right, so look at Dennis this kid. leaning on the desk again now. I was just going to say that after Dennis is still leaning on the desk. Yeah. He was doing that all last Too episode. Too comfortable, but yeah. I like it. Yeah, he's just getting comfy. And now for the time for the weather. So different types of weather. Yeah. Storms, hail, mm. snow. TV formats crossing the pond. Ooh, like Jeopardy. The Office. Sure, Taskmaster. There's a lot of failed ones. Uh, we know a countdown. Mm-hmm. Quite successfully did. What was it? Chiffre de Lettre? Something yeah. like that, yeah. Uh, oh, Canada. Canadian things. I know who their king is. Uh, breakfast around the world. Yeah, I'll be good at that. Yeah, you reckon? Yeah. I know in this country it's Foods sausage eggs. <laughs> but they have different things for breakfast everywhere. Exactly. Okay. Everyday ancient G- Egypt. I like a bit of ancient Egypt. They say. Everyday stuff though. Mm. Sort of jobs they had maybe. No, it's just going to be like common knowledge. Yeah, okay. Maybe. I don't know. Spare change. The answers will have spare in them. Yeah. Somewhere, as an anagram. Uh, Breakfast, 100 please. Um, Breakfast around the world for 50, please. Wake up in Tokyo with this soup made using a traditional paste of fermented soya beans. What What is is miso miso soup? Michael. 
What is miso soup? It is miso soup, absolutely right. Everyday ancient Egypt 150. Okay, Julia Louis Dreyfus. TV formats for 100, please. For a hundred pounds, William H. Macy stars as dysfunctional patriarch Frank Gallagher in the US remake of this. What, what is shameless. shameless? Michael. What is shameless? And it's Frank shameless Gallagher. In the US story Not this Gallagher. Just Spur change for 25. hundred pound Canada. Oh, we got Ooh. a daily double. First daily and double. He's doing all right as well. Four, seven, five. True, true, true. All of it, please. All of it. Whoa. Yay. Canada's first national park shares its name with this ski resort, approximately 80 miles northwest of Calgary. What's in Banff? It is Banff. Oh, hey. Banff National Park, of course. A daily double that really does double to 950 pounds. Wow, that's good. Still have the pick. Uh, 150 spare change, uh, 100 pound weather, uh, 100 spare change. You're absolutely right. Uh, just a quick pause, just to take a breath, because I know we get to see the whole of this first round, but God, this guy is... He's going for it. Michael is great. He is really great. And I feel like it's a very good pace, this game. It is. Uh, Stephen seems Steven to be letting seems, him go for it yeah. because he seems so confident and he is ready and he answers very, you know, well. And I do like how they've swiped all of the hundreds and hundred and fifties off the board. That's what I mean. The fact he was playing so hard, I think Stephen's in his ear, they've said, yeah, go on, speed up a bit. Let's, let's smash this one, get the excitement going. We're on the end of week two. We don't want anyone dropping off or dropping dead. And can I just make a comment about one of the answers we've had? Yes, what is it? Um, I would have waited till the end of the round, but as we've paused, I don't want to forget. Yeah. Um, Stephen Fry actually mispronounced something. Which one? Gallagher? No. Oh, so that's two things he's mispronounced, eh? What did he mispronounce? So, as it happens today, I was going back to my Duolingo Japanese. Okay. And was doing some food items. Oh, the misu. Yeah. He said misu. Yeah. That's wrong. It's miso. It's miso, yeah. because mitsu is water. Mm. So he actually said the water soup. Oh, Stephen. So miso, not misu. And then he said Gallagher, when it's definitely Frank Gallagher. I've watched every episode of Shameless. Unless in the American one they say Gallagher. But I did watch the first series of the American one. It was very good. Yeah? Yeah. Mm. Michael, he's way over a grand already. And we've only, you know, not even halfway through the border. Yeah, let's see some big things. Come on. 75 ancient Egypt, uh, 75 with O Canada. Uh, breakfast 75, please. Uh, 75 weather. Um, TV formats for 50, please. Hosted this improv game show on UK television, a US remake is still running. What is whose, whose line, line is, is it, it anyway? anyway? Yes, Rachel. What is whose line is it anyway? Whose line is it anyway? Is correct. I was in all the radio series and a few of the TV ones, and I never hated anything more in my life. <laughs> I was back at school somehow. Um, TV formats for 25, please. Uh, 50 weather. The only issue with the spare questions, they don't have the word on the screen. I know, so, so I have I can't. to do. You have to do it from your imagination. I want to be able to see the word on exactly. the screen, like on countdown. Weather for twenty-five. Egypt twenty-five. Egypt for twenty-five to finish off the board. Look how well you've all done. So wow, for the first round, Michael. Just imagine. I think if he had have say been on a grand already and then got the daily double. Yeah. I reckon he would have just bet it. He's that confident, and he's just so chill as well. Mm. But yeah, Michael doing good. 1,550 at the end of round one. Rachel, 525. And Dennis, our champ, is only on 450. He's leaning on the podium a bit too much. But we'll see. We will see. Anything can yeah. happen in jeopardy. This, Michael's, Michael's looking strong, though. This is a game of risks. Uh, I've got the total. 
prize fund given away so far. Nine episodes of Jeopardy, and now on the 10th. £42,353. £42,000? £42,000 given away over nine days. Decent. Yeah, it's not too bad. But just imagine if this show was on three hours later. Mm. The budget would increase. Ah, well. Hey, hey. Um, Got one little quick bit of trivia. Mm. Quivia. This is just about game shows in general. Hit me. The first ever UK game show to offer a cash prize Mm. was Take Your Pick. Take your pick. Remind me. So every game starts off with the contestant being asked questions where they're not allowed to answer. They're not allowed to say yes or no or hesitate. Okay. And for every, like if they make it through, they've got money to then bet with or whatever. Okay. And then also they can trade in the money to get a key, which they then open a box. Or, oh, or boxes. yeah, I do. And Des O'Connor. Yeah, he did it. He did, yeah, he did it. Um. Yeah, that was 1955. Wow. First one to offer cash prizes. And 1955, that was early on. Cause well, that's like, when how telly pretty it, much started. When yeah. did game shows begin? Well, that was that was pretty much telly starting, so that must have been one of the first ones. Mm. Interesting. I'll just say one more, and then I'll come back with more quivia later. So the next one, Double Your Money, was another 1955 show. Okay. And it started off with your whatever you'd start a pound... Every question, you double. So it's a pound, then two pounds, then four pounds. And you mm-hmm. keep going up, and it can go all the way up to a thousand. And that was, at the time, the limit. That was a lot for 1955, though. Exactly. Yeah. One pound, even, yeah. in 1955. And usually, they would say, you can either have the thousand, or you can have a car. Mm. So, yeah. Wow. There we go. Back with more trivia later. Let's see these categories for round two of Jeopardy. <laughs> Historical coincidences, Doctor Who, sports abbreviations and acronyms, bird books, oh my gods and goddesses. Warning, contains nut. Your response will contain the letters N-U-T. Historical coincidences? Mm, I'm not sure what that could be. No, I'm interested in that one. Doctor Who? So famous doctors? I suppose. Right, Shipman and more. Sports Ooh. abbreviations and acronyms. F.A. M.V.P. Yeah, I suppose that'll be the sort of thing. Bird, books, bird. Books with bird in the title. Yeah, one flew over the cuckoo's nest. How to kill a mockingbird. Yeah. Oh my... Or to kill a mockingbird rather than how to. <laughs> oh my gods and goddesses. We like a bit of that. Yeah. Warning, contains N-U-T. Nut, nut, nut. Are they in order? It's the way he's, it's how he spelled it out, it didn't sound like it would be in order because mm. he would have said it contains the word nut. Yeah. Right, let's go. Uh, sports abbreviations of 100. Oh my gods and goddesses, 150. Oh my gods and goddesses, 100. 150 bird books. Bird books for 100. 100 Doctor Who. Oh! Daily Double, Michael. Yes, the next one. That's two Daily Doubles. Go on, Michael. Go on, Michael. Thousand, two thousand. One, one, five, zero. This English physician is sometimes called the father of immunology, thanks to his pioneering work creating the world's first vaccine. Who is Jenna? Who is Edward Jenner? Hey! Nicely done. Michael! Blasting ahead now. 150 historical coincidences, please. This periodic celestial object was in our skies around Mark Twain's birth. He correctly predicted it would reappear at the time of his death. What is Halley's Comet? What is Haley's Comet? Haley's Comet, or Halley's Comet, as some call it, absolutely right. Uh, 75 Doctor Who. 
This nothing but a G-thang U.S. rapper and actor was born Andre Young in 1965. Here is Dr. Dre. Bang. That's right, the Dre coming from Andre, his name. (laughs) Of all the bits of knowledge they could have shared for Dr. Dre, he decided on, he gets Dre from his name Andre. (laughs) Could have told us about some of his records or his movies he's producing. Exactly. God. Come on, Stephen. Where, where's your Where's your knowledge? Things are like a billion dollar company. <sighs> no, Dre. If you didn't realise, comes from Andre. Crack on. Bird books for seventy five. Seventy five nut, please. If we notice again, they've cleared from the bottom of the board again. Yeah. All nice. the top numbers are gone. It's just the twenty fives and fifties left. They know how they want him to play. Historical coincidence is fifty. Uh, fifty gods and goddesses. Nuts. Twenty five, please. A note or memorandum for a very short period of time. Yes, Dennis. A minute. A minute. A minute. You're very good at seeing the word nut in words where it isn't sounded. Stop saying nut. I can't take it. Let's have a look at the scores. Right. The end of round two. Oof, oof, oof. So Rachel's down at 875. She got a few wrong. She got a few right. Dennis. 1,225. He's climbing his way back up. Yeah. Michael. 3,600. Not bad going into double jeopardy. But he does have two daily doubles under his belt now. He does. So we'll see where the next two fall. Yeah. Because without those, him and Dennis, I think, are on a par. It does seem right, but he's still so composed. Dennis does seem sure when he answers, but he just needs just not getting there. We'll see. Two daily doubles. Let's go. Double Jeopardy. Here we come. Welcome back to Jeopardy now. Let's look at you, Michael. Jeopardy. Jeopardy. 600, our maths teacher. Yeah, there doesn't seem to be anything that you're weak on. I notice you always go for the highest category of 150 in the first two boards. Is that deliberate? Inspired by James Hauser of American Jeopardy fame. I would say you're a bit of a Jeopardy scholar. Oh, I found out about this show. Said his name wrong. Called him James Hauser, not James Holtzauer. So he's not as big a fan as he makes out, Michael. Give him the respect he bloody deserves. James is a beast. He's the first one to say that he watches American Jeopardy. Yeah, good. So he knows the speed. He knows that that's what you do. You clean up the board. James completely changed how the game was played, though. Up until that point, no one used to sharp the board like that. No. And then he's changed the game. Yeah, it's good. If it does, it feels better. It mm. feels more fast-paced, especially if you're the one doing the mixing up. Yeah. And getting the questions right. Oh, yeah. I used to live in America, so some of the transatlantic questions, I've had a bit of a... That's interesting. <laughs> does that mean you watched Jeopardy there as well? I did. Often in the back of cabs going through New York. Oh, right, of course, yeah, they show the TVs yeah. in those cabs. Is that what you discovered again? Though? Exactly. Oh, exactly right. marvellous. Ooh, not only have I not been to New York, I've not been in a New York cab. TVs in the back, showing I Jeopardy. I have been to New York, but I have not been in a New York cab. You went to New York and didn't get in a yellow taxi? No. What? I went on a subway. I know, but you still got to get a taxi at some point, even just a couple of blocks. I think I might have got an Uber. Ah, oh, dear. Big yellow taxi. Fair enough, but yeah, t- tellies in the back, Jeopardy on. Oh, I think if we go to New York, we need to get in a taxi at Jeopardy time. Okay. What time is it on there? Three o'clock? Something like that. We'll figure it out. And just sit for the whole ride. No. <laughs> Plan it so when we're going back to the airport. Okay. A taxi ride to the airport. Right. <laughs> get an evening flight done. But there we go. Another contestant that's watched. She knows the way to go. Uh, how about a little bit more quibia? Carry on from where I left off. Talking about the money given away in TV shows, as that's such a hot topic on here, because they don't give away enough. In the late 50s, Mm. 
the Independent Television Authority placed a limit of £1,000 on prizes, and the cap, which eventually rose to £6,000, wasn't lifted again until 1993. And that's, that's when quiz shows on telly started yeah, kicking off. Kicking off. Yeah. had to give more money. More money, especially when things like the lottery was there, people can win money. Who Wants to Be a Millionaire was coming out. They, they, they jumped on it and started giving away stuff. Had to. Now there's a TV show that I didn't know about until just now, and it was 2015. I think it was just a period when I wasn't watching much telly. Mm. Vernon Kay was the host. It was 1,000 Heartbeats. And okay. it, it used a heart rate monitor to chart the contestants' panic as they face questions. I've not heard of that one, but I do remember The Chair. Do you remember The Chair? No. With John McEnroe, nope. the tennis player. Nope. He hosted it, and contestants would sit in the chair attached to a heart monitor. I can't remember exactly how, but they had to say what they reckon they could keep their heart between. So say, like, I can get it. You know, I won't go above 120 beats a minute so that you're not sitting there panicking. You have to really relax and mm. sit there chilled out. And I used to practice at home and sit and make my heart go really nice and slow. It's <laughs> such a weirdo. Yep. Anyway, that's all, for, that's all for now. Back to Jeopardy. Double Jeopardy. Show us them categories, Stephen. Let's do it. Scientific heroines, classical music in film, Devon and Cornwall, a play date, monks, nuns and booze, and countries in their native languages. Right, so, scientific heroines. Marie Curie. Yeah. Classical music in film. Mm, I mean, scores and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Devon and Cornwall. Ooh, which it, way do you butter your scone? Is that what the, the difference between those two, is it? Yeah, one puts their cream before their butter and the other puts their... I mean, their, their cream jam. before their jam and jam before butter. Jam before cream. cream. <laughs> yeah. Is there any butter? <laughs> Oh, like buttercream, whatever it is. Okay. Clotted cream, Clotted thick cream. butter, whatever you decide to use. Do the people use butter? I don't know. I like a butter Yeah, scone. sometimes. If it's like good, proper, homemade butter, scone. It's scone, not scone. Do I like a scone? It's going, like a scone. it's going, it's scone. A play date. Mm. Like when plays came out or are set. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Monks, nuns and booze. So we've got Buckfast and we'll have Blue Nun. What's Buckfast? Buckfast, the Scottish tonic. Mm. Well, it's popular in Scotland, it's not made in Scotland. Just because it's booze? Yeah, n- monks, nuns and booze. Oh, is it related to monks and oh, It's nuns? made by monks. Oh, is it? Yeah, in, in a monastery. Okay. okay, you should have led with that. Yeah, have you not heard of Buckfast? Of course I've heard of it, I just oh, didn't know it was made by monks. Yes, it's made by monks. <laughs> made by monks and drank by drunks. <laughs> Countries in their native languages. Okay. Look forward to it, let's go. Yes, Michael. Bus, Sprack, Zarahustra. I'm afraid we can't accept that. Oh. Yes, Dennis. What is the state of the Yes, you didn't format it correctly. And then by the time we get to this round, we do ask that everything is correctly formatted. Uh, what is... Countries in the native languages, 200 plus. Scientific heroines, 300. Scientific heroines, 200 plus. Uh, scientific heroines, 150 plus. Scientific heroines, 100 plus. <laughs> That's good. Special categories, scientific heroines, for 50 plus. Classical music and film, 200. Ooh, Daily Double! It's his third Daily Double of the show. So Will he get the next one as well? 1550. In the King's Speech, the future George VI successfully recites to be or not to be from Hamlet, aided by the overture from this Mozart piece. What is the magic flute? 
It's not the magic flute. I could see you were guessing that. Unlucky Michael. But he's still in the lead. By 75 pounds and close you <laughs> And you have the pick. Yeah, um, 300 Devon and Cornwall. 300 pounds for Devon and Cornwall. Oh, he's got another daily double. Is he going to bet a grand though this time? He doesn't want to bet. Oh. Yeah, I really don't know now. Oh. It's called Jeopardy for a good yeah. reason. Um, we'll mm. go 500. Located on Bodmin Moor, this hill is the highest point in Cornwall. What is Brown Willie? Brown Willie is the right response. There you go. You well, he got it right. He got 500 quid, but that's that thing. There were so many answers left on the board. He could have but easily no more made daily that back doubles. Up. No more daily doubles, but he still could have made it back up if he mm. had a better grand there. He'd had his confidence knocked, though. I know, I know. It's a shame he got it straight on there. Crazy he's had all four daily doubles, though, today. Oh, he should be on bloody 20 grand. But... Uh, a play date, 300. Well, at this moment, we're halfway through the double jeopardy board. See you soon. Oh, halfway break again in the middle of double jeopardy. Why did they do that, programmers? Do it during one of the boring rounds. Uh, Dennis, though, has taken the lead. Dennis Only is by 25. I know, but he's in the lead and Michael got a couple wrong there. Yeah, but still. Rachel, she's hit over a grand now, finally. So it is still anyone's. It is anyone's at this stage. Dennis, you gave us the last correct response. So you have the pick of category and cash amount. Play date 200. Uh, Devon and Cornwall 200. Uh, 150 Devon and Cornwall. Monks, nuns and booze 150, please. This caffeinated tonic wine was originated by Benedictine monks at an abbey in Devon. What is Buckfast? Yes, Rachel. What is Buckfast? Buckfast is right, the tonic wine. Uh, 150 a play date. Monks, nuns and booze for 50, please. And finally, a few missteps by you, Michael. So Don't rub it in. So, at the end of Double Jeopardy, three rounds of this beautiful game, Michael is back in the lead, £3,100. Dennis, not, too, not doing too bad. He's definitely on his heels, 2475 And Rachel, exactly 1000 behind, but 1475 They're all going to have to bet big. All go big or go home. That's it. I hope they all and go all in. And two of them will in. be going home, so you might as well. Exactly. What do you reckon? Is Dennis staying or is Michael... Yeah, it's too close to call, I feel. It's going to completely depend on what the round is. Okay, new section of the podcast. It's called Place Your Bets. Now, if you're out there listening, we want you to place your bets. Who is it? Is it Dennis, Rachel or Michael? Do, 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 do. Who are you placing your bet for? I think Michael's going to take it. But also, we don't know. We'll see what, we'll see what the category is. Yeah. Capital cities. Oof. Now, I think maybe Dennis will definitely get it right. Maybe they'll I think all they'll get all right. get it right. Yeah. It's what they'll bet. I think they'll all be quite confident, though. So, yeah. hopefully, we're all going to see big numbers. Let's go. Despite being the second highest capital on Earth, this city enjoys a pleasant climate thanks to its close proximity to the equator. What is Lima? Second highest capital on earth. I don't know it. I'm going with Lima. And we'll see. But I'm not confident. Rachel Monroe, you're on £1,475. What is Addis Ababa? I'm afraid that's not correct. All but five pounds. Oh, all but five. Well, a brave, brave wager. Dennis, you're our champion and you're on 2,475. What is Quito? 
That is the correct response. Mm. And then we get it. Ecuador. All the one. It's a big question now, isn't it, Michael Hutchinson? What a big question. We need to answer the first part of the question. Yes, what is he as well? What did he bet? It comes down to all in wager as much as one thousand eight hundred and fifty. One thousand eight hundred and fifty one. He's only gone and done it. New champ. Well deserved. They were both good though. They're all good. Next time, next week, in fact, it will be Michael who'll be here. He's got a weekend to think about what he's going to wear. Thanks for watching. Goodbye. Wow. I don't think he will have a weekend to prepare. You reckon the way this was filmed? It'll be the next day or later that day. Yeah. Or it might be because in America they film a week in two days and then they have three days off and then it's a week in two yeah, days. So, so it might actually be the next week. That. And also, seeing them from the back, he's wearing shorts. They're wearing shorts. Uh, uh, Is it a hot day? So was this filmed be... in, like, height of summer, maybe? It, it was filmed, like, I think, September, so it was very hot still then. But, yeah, if they're wearing shorts and <laughs> short sleeve shirts, <laughs> yeah. I feel sorry for Stephen, who's having to, wear to be a full, full suit. 3D suit. Oh, dear. Under them light studio lights as well. No, but, yeah. The Good episode, though. It was. Right up to the very last bit. Beat by a pound. That's two all. pounds. Beat by two pounds. That's all it comes down to in Jeopardy. A couple of quid. Intelligent wages. Just enough. I enjoyed it. And I liked how he did all the good bets. He worked them all out so they were fun, nice numbers. You said on another episode of this podcast you like it when they make it nice and rounded yeah. where, they, where they can. I like that. And that's the end of episode 10 of Jeopardy UK that aired on the 12th of January 2024. I hope you've enjoyed listening along with us. Catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye, Jeopardy fans.